Welcome to NewlyTrading.com. News on some of the newest publicly traded companies on the TSXV, OTC, and on the CSE exchanges. Newly Trading is brought to you by TheNewsWire.com, the most affordable newswire service in North America. Get started with your free trial. Today we're talking with Brian McKinney, President and CEO of IceSoft Technologies, Inc. Their trading symbol is ISFT on the CSE Exchange. Good afternoon, Brian. Thanks for joining us, and congratulations on uh, on your listing. Brian, you come from a long tech and software background. Can you give us a little of uh, additional history about yourself and, and maybe the genesis of iSoft Technologies, how the company got started and in, in its evolution? Sure. Well, for myself, you know, I'm a, I'm a repeat entrepreneur. Uh, my career started with Nortel in, in back in the day, and, uh, you know, from there evolved to... Uh, a company that, that I did a startup with a few other folks called Odyssey Technologies here in, in Calgary. And uh, we had, it was a venture capital back play, um, and we had quite a successful exit. I think all parties left, uh, left the table feeling, feeling very happy at the end of it. And then, uh, you know, I bounced around a bit doing some, some encryption technology and working with some. And uh, turns out at the end of the day, the acquiring company from my first venture uh, pinged me and asked if, if we were interested in acquiring a company called iSoft Technologies that at the time was uh, based out of Norway and was doing uh, enterprise software for kind of medium and large scale corporations. And so, you know, I thought that was interesting. Uh, pulled together some investors and we uh, we cut a deal to procure iSoft a number of years ago. And then subsequent to that transaction, we closed down the European operations, and we migrated everything back here to Calgary. Well, one of the ISOF technology offerings is is a multi-purpose notification service. This seems very timely to me with the ongoing fires uh, in the northern part of the province and into BC. And can you can you give us a little more information on on this application and this product, and who's who's it designed for? Is it is it first responders? Is it communities? Uh, who who are the end users? Sure. Um, you know, development started a little over 18 months ago. The product is called Voint Alert, and it's a multi-purpose notification service, as, as you pointed out. Um, we were pulled in this direction from some of our existing clients on the West Coast, and what they were looking for was a community alerting solution that was kind of a little different from what the conventional solutions have. So if you've received some of the federal or provincial alerting notifications recently and over the last year or so, Typically, they're fairly generic in nature, and they're almost all text-based. And it, it's kind of easy to overlook them when you receive them. Um, and what we thought we'd do is put a little bit of a spin on it and kind of come up with something new. And, and we came up with, with, with Point Alert. Um, you know, there's, there are mass notification solutions out there. One of the things we noticed was that they're generally engineered for large urban uh, deployments. So think of cities like Calgary and Vancouver and Toronto. And, you know, the interesting point of the matter is, is that over 50% of North Americans are living in communities of less than 50,000 people uh, in, in size. And what we wanted to do was tailor a solution that would be more effective for, for those. So, so think smaller communities kind of below the 50,000 range um, and, and regional districts that have a more um, less dense population uh, in, terms of, in terms of what we're looking at. We designed the uh, the alerting system 
to be much more visual in nature. So rather than a text-based alert, we're putting you in the picture with with the event, so you can see that, hey, I'm I'm sitting here, or, or my kid's school is is located 500 meters north of the gas leak, and, and and the map would show you your preferred route of exit. It was our belief that by providing more context to the recipients of these alerts, they're going to get more value out of the alert and and be more inclined to to, to follow the call to action, whatever that might be. So is the end user primarily then regional governments or do you reach out to first responders, uh, fire departments, or is it is it all kind of under one umbrella? Yeah, we um, we generally target regional districts and, and, and smaller municipalities kind of in, in the population of, of say, 100,000 or, or, or less. Um, we usually enter by going into the first responders, so be they... Uh, uh, the, the, the fire chief or the local emergency management coordinator. Um, the system itself is engineered not only to handle emergency response notifications and alerts, but also day-to-day kind of events. So oftentimes we'll, we'll get roped in or, or we'll, we'll, we'll bring on board people like the communications director, people that are looking to communicate with their community members and engage with them on things like, you know, snow, snow removal, get your cars off the street, or, or a reminder about trash pickup. As, as well as the emergency events. A lot of our uh, surveys and interviews indicated that, that what these communities need is a solution, an engagement solution that, you know, they can use more than once every two to three years, you know, that, that, that they become familiar with and comfortable with and trust on, on a more frequent basis. And this is a turnkey solution, I'm assuming, if it's communications or it's first responders, they have obviously access directly to it and, and can push out uh, critical messaging at, at pretty much any time? Yeah, that's correct. It, it's a software-as-a-service-based solution, so we're, we're, we're cloud-based. Uh, the first responders and the system administrators access the sy- system either through their, their mobile devices or, or laptop and desktop machines. Um, and they can craft the alerts themselves. So, so it, you know, it's owned and operated by the local municipality. And, and so as a result, the information they're transmitting can reflect what's really important to the folks on the ground there. So what are the next milestones for, uh, for ISOFT? So we're looking to control, continue our, our rollout here into and, and across Canada. Uh, you know, we've been seeing a, a, a doubling quarter over quarter in terms of our rollout. We'd certainly like to see that continue as we kind of establish ourselves a little bit more in, in eastern Canada. Uh, beyond that, moving down into the States is, uh, is, is probably the next big milestone and, and introducing ourselves down in there in, in, in like kind of communities. Uh, the same problems that we experience here are often experienced down there as well. The other thing that we're looking at is expanding this solution beyond conventional uh, municipalities and, and, and conventional alerting. There's a lot of other vertical applications for the solution in, in the insurance sector in industry, whether it's travel insurance or car insurance, and you know, advising folks when they're traveling about local events that might be happening to them. Well, exciting stuff for you guys. Congratulations again on your, on your listing, and uh, we'll all be keeping an eye on ISOF Technologies. Thank you for your time today. Thank you very much, Jim. I certainly appreciate it. That was Brian McKinney, President and CEO of ISOF Technologies, Inc. Their trading symbol is ISFT on the CSE Exchange. That's it for this episode of NewlyTrading.com, the podcast. News on some of the newest publicly traded companies on the TSXV, OTC, and on the CSE Exchanges. 
Newly Trading is brought to you by thenewswire.com, the most affordable newswire service in North America. Get started with your free trial. Newlytrading.com and this podcast are solely intended for information purposes. If you're considering investing in securities, always consult a professional advisor. I'm Jim Ripley.